Thank you, Brother Terry. Now listen, folks. It's been a lot of presentations. Last Monday night, it went into overtime, and nobody in this building turned the TV off. <laughs> nobody got up and walked out. Nobody went on to bed. Nobody decided they had somewhere else they had to be. So give me just a few minutes, all right? <laughs> We're going into overtime. <clears throat> it's indeed an honor to be here and uh, to be a part of this service. When Kyle called me, um, man, I didn't, I didn't have to think long, man. I, I had to check my schedule and make sure everything was going to line up. But um, I definitely, definitely wanted to be here and uh, be a part of this special day for Brother Sammy and Miss Judy and, and your family and the life of this church. Um, when I think about Brother Sammy and as I just begin to think about what God would have me to, to share today, and it's already been mentioned already uh, I think by Dr. Lance, but um, I just couldn't get away from the thought of a faithful soldier, a faithful soldier, and uh, honoring Pastor Sammy uh, with 40 years, he's been a faithful soldier, no doubt, and um, Brother Sammy, you, my friend, have truly, truly been a faithful soldier. Here for 40 years, and a lot of ministry took place, that's a lot of studying, a lot of preparing, a lot of sermons, a lot of visits, a lot of phone calls, emails, texts. I mean, it's, that's a lot in 40 years. Many of you sitting here in this building, I thought about how that Brother Sammy's literally laid on his face crying out to God and begging God to save you. He's sat in his office time and time again, maybe in his home, maybe laying in his living room floor, crying out to God, begging God to heal you from a sickness, to do a work in your heart and in your life. Some of you are aware of that this morning. Some of you know. Some of you may not know the hours that he spent crying out to God on your behalf. I thought about how he's visited in your home. Stopped by and maybe walked out into the yard where you were working or there in the garden or something and just spent a little time with you when he passed by. Thought about the many, many times that he's probably made hospital visits and come to see you and check on you and, and maybe it was your family or a friend or a neighbor that you called Brother Sammy and said, man, would you please go see him, Brother Sammy? Would you just please stop by? A lot of visits in 40 years. You've been faithful to carry the gospel throughout this community and literally around the world, Brother Sammy. I thought about the time that I came over 
just a few days after the tornado came through. And what did I find Brother Sammy doing? He was over at a baseball field conducting a funeral. I was trying to surprise him and come and see him and just let him know how much I love him and how much I care for him. We came to this property and walked around and we talked and we cried and we talked and we cried. We spent time at the house with Miss Judy. I love you, Brother Sammy. You're a faithful soldier. I thought about how that some of you, he dedicated you as a baby. Then he baptized you. Then he married you and your spouse. And now he's dedicating your babies. Baptizing your kids. And he'll probably marry them as well. This is rare for a church to go through that and experience that in a man who stood faithful for 40 years. Here's what I know about your pastor. My friend, Brother Sammy. Brother Sammy, you're faithful to your Lord. You're faithful to your family. You're faithful to your church. You're faithful to your calling. And you're faithful to your friends. And it's an honor and a privilege, buddy, to call you my friend. I love you. Probably one of the most reliable men of integrity that I know. That I know I could call at any hour, any day, and you'd be there for me. And I appreciate that. And I know many of you feel that as well. I thought about Brother Sammy, how you'll always be known as Brother Sammy, a Baptist preacher. What an honor. Always be known as an expositor of God's Word. Always be known as a Bible scholar. Always be known as a godly father, a faithful husband, and a devoted grandfather. There's not a phone call that we have that he don't mention the entire family. There's not a phone call that me and Brother Sammy has that he doesn't mention Kyle and Katie. There's not a phone call that we have that he doesn't mention Corey and Shane, Cana, and Judy. He loves y'all. There's no doubt. I feel like I'm part of the family sometimes. I've prayed for y'all and, and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for y'all and many times and Brother Sammy would give me updates and reports, and I'd just continue to go to our Father on your behalf. A faithful soldier who has shared the message of God's love here in Phil Campbell and literally around the world. But as I thought about honoring Brother Sammy and going from the point of being a faithful soldier, I'm, I want to... Just take just a minute, church, and I want us to all think about where we stand in being a faithful soldier. I want us to look at 2 Timothy 2. And I'm going to read a few verses and share a few things. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, 
Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witness, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Verse 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Let us pray. Father, move in our midst this morning. Bless this time, and may your perfect will be done in each of our lives. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Church, as I look at being a faithful soldier, I've kind of compared it back and forth between the military and being a Christian in Christian service. And um, I looked at it from a, pers- a perspective of there's the active duty group. Many of you serve in that active duty group. You serve the Lord faithfully, daily, and you're on duty 24-7, just as Brother Sammy has been for 40 years. It's not a 9-to-5 job. It's not even a 60-to-70 hour work week. It's 24 hours a day and 7 days a week. Your body, your health, your skill, and your time belongs to the military that you serve. And Brother Sammy has stood faithfully here for 40 years. When on leave, you're subject to recall at any time without notice for any reason. Brother Sammy, how many times in 40 years you've been on vacation or a little weekend somewhere and had to be recalled back to Phil Campbell because of a medical emergency or a death or funeral? When ordered into dangerous duty, you're expected to put your life on the line. And I believe Brother Sammy faithfully has served in active duty, putting his life on the line. But then I think some church members may fall in what we would call the guard status. You're backing up the active duty group. You're here if called upon. You're not going to volunteer first. And you'll serve, but only when you're asked to. I would challenge you this morning, if that's where you're at in your walk, to consider the being in active duty. And then there's some that fall in the reserve status, serving only when called on or maybe twice a year. You feel like that you can serve a couple of times a year and you can feel good about it. Check it off. You feel like you serve maybe on Baptist Men's Day or you park cars on Easter, well, you've done your part. And sadly but truly, in our churches today, there's another category. And some of you are just AWOL. You're absent without the Lord. So as we talk about a faithful soldier in your pastor, I want to challenge you this morning to think about where you stand with Christ and are you serving in the active duty group? Are you serving in guard status? Are you on reserve? 
or Y-A-W-O-L. As we look at this scripture in verse 3, Paul not only calls on Timothy to serve the Lord as a good soldier, but as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. In verse 4, no one serving in the army gets entangled in everyday affairs. The soldiers aim to please the enlisting officer. Just as I believe Brother Sammy has done for 40 years. First mark of a good soldier is the willingness to suffer hardships. We've all suffered hardships and we've all gone through things and especially some of you here in this county. Some of the things that I witnessed that you had faced and gone through. I remember Brother Sammy driving me around Phil Campbell and showing me church members' homes that were blown away and church members that just maybe one wall left on a foundation. You've suffered some hardships. Nothing to compare to some of the Christians that face imprisonment and execution today around our world. Some of our missionaries serving on the front lines. I think about Carrie McDonald and her husband David back in 2004 when they were serving in Iraq and serving the Muslims and just taking Jesus to a foreign soil. They were brought under attack and the vehicle they were traveling in was just peppered with bullets. The Elliots and Karen Wilson that was traveling with them, they lost their lives instantly there in the vehicle. Carrie and her husband David were trying to get help and get out of the vehicle and David was trying to cover his wife and telling her it's going to be okay and that they would get help and that's the last thing she remembers. She woke up in a hospital in Texas after being transported to a hospital there in Iraq and then back into the States. And as she looked around the room and she saw family members and she noticed she didn't see her husband. David didn't make it. He had been hit too, and he was trying to shield her and cover her, trying to keep the fire off of her, and he didn't make it. Brother Sammy's tried to be your shield in many occasions. He's took a lot of fire just to try to protect many of you because he loved you, because he cared for you, because he believed in you, and he knew God had a plan for you. And He knew God was working in your heart and in your life. The second mark of a good soldier, he will not entangle himself in the affairs of everyday life. We must refuse to allow earthly matters to interfere with the fulfillment of our duty to the Lord. Brother Sammy, the devil would still give anything to take you out. 66 years old, been here 40 years, faithfully serving. The devil's still got time, buddy. The devil's still got time. Keep your guard up. Stay close and clean. Stay close and clean so you can finish strong. You know, folks, when I read this, and this is one of the hardest examples that I ever thought I would give, but my father was a pastor. I was a preacher's kid. And my father's never heard me preach. 
My father's never heard me share my testimony. Now he would state that he was proud of me. But see, my father got entangled in the affairs of this old world. And the devil took him out. He left the church. Left my mom. And long story short, ended up marrying his former minister of music's wife. Yeah, I've been down that road. I've lived through that. And God saw me through. It was a rocky road for me and my father because he got entangled in the affairs of this old world. He took his eyes off God. And almost three years ago, he suffered a massive heart attack and died. Didn't even have an opportunity to talk to him. I'd give anything to have stood like Kyle and honored my daddy with 40 years. I'd give anything to have turned and took some plaques and handed to my father. But the devil took him out. Stay on guard, Brother Sammy. Stay on guard. Third mark of a good soldier, to have a genuine desire to please the one who enlisted him or her as a soldier. Because of the continued influence of old self in Ephesians 4.22, even Christians are tempted many times to be men-pleasers. Just serve the Lord, Brother Sammy. Just serve Jesus. Sometimes pastors are afraid to pastor and deacons are afraid to deke, man. Because somebody's got something to say and thinking they're running the show. Brother Sammy, you just serve Jesus. Just be found faithful serving Jesus. We will see that our suffering is worthwhile when we see our goal as glorifying God, winning people to Jesus, and one day living eternity with Him. What I'm about to read as I read through this, you could just insert Brother Sammy in every little portion that I'm going to read. And Brother Sammy... This is you, buddy. This is you wholeheartedly. No doubt in my mind. I'm a soldier in the army of God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word of my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I'm a soldier in this army and I'm enlisted for eternity. I will either retire in this army at the Lord's coming or die in this army, but I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I'm a soldier in God's army. I'm faithful, I'm reliable, I'm capable, and I'm dependable. If God needs me, I'm there. If He needs me to teach Sunday school, to teach the children thought of you miss judy i'm there work with the youth help with the adults or just sit and learn he can use me because i'm there i'm a soldier i'm not a baby i do not need to be pampered petted primed up pumped up picked up or pepped up i'm a soldier in god's army no one has to call me remind me write me entice me or lure me I'm a soldier in God's army. I'm not a wimp. 
I'm in place saluting my king, obeying his orders, praising his name, and building his kingdom. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I'm committed. I do not need to be cuddled or cradled or cared for or catered to. I cannot have my feelings hurt bad enough to turn me around. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. When Jesus called me into this army, I had nothing. And if I end up with nothing, I'll still come out even. Brother Sammy, you will win, brother. When Jesus, when my God will supply all my needs and I'm more than a conqueror, I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ. And Brother Sammy, this right here just reminds me of you, buddy. The devil cannot defeat me. People cannot delusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. Because Brother Sammy's a soldier in the army of God. Even death cannot destroy me. And for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he'll promote you to captain. I'm a soldier in God's army. I'm marching on, plowing on, and claiming victory. I will not give up, I will not quit, and I will not turn around. For I'm a soldier in God's army, marching heaven bound. Here I stand, will you stand with me, Brother Sammy, the faithful soldier in God's army. The church, I'm convinced that there are plenty in the active duty group. And I'm convinced that there are plenty of you that serve and your guard status are on reserve. I hope and pray there's nobody that's AWOL here this morning, but chances are there's somebody here that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I have a conviction that we have a lot of lost church members today. To me, this is the only way to explain the spiritual death in our churches around America. One of Satan's names is deceiver. And the key issue is the deception of a man's soul. It's a form of warfare. There are many deceptions that make it easy for people to have counterfeit experiences. As I wrap up my time with you this morning, I want you to think about, and I want to leave you with this thought. Friend, if you don't remember anything else that I've said today, and there's nothing else that you take home with you, please remember this statement. You don't have to go to heaven. And you don't have to go to hell. But you can't stay here. You don't have to go to heaven and you don't have to go to hell but you can't stay here. You have a pastor who has faithfully preached God's word for 40 years 
and stood in the pulpit and proclaiming his gospel, challenging you on how to live and begging you to come to know Christ and to be discipled and to go further and deeper in God's word. And you don't have to go to heaven. And you don't have to go to hell. But you can't stay here. Hell's real. A lot of pastors won't talk about hell today. Friend, there's no exits in hell. There's no air in hell. There's no water in hell. And in hell there is no death. You don't have to go to heaven. You don't have to go to hell. But you can't stay here. I would say this morning, in an audience this size, there's somebody that the Lord is dealing with your heart. And you know you need to be saved. What better way to honor your pastor this morning in the invitation than to walk this aisle and take Brother Sammy by the hand and say, Brother Sammy, I need to be saved. There's some of you here this morning that you're walking a guilty distance. Your neighbors know it. Your co-workers know it. Most of the church probably knows it. You need to do business with the Lord. And I'd beg you this morning to walk this aisle, take Brother Sammy by the hand, and say, Brother Sammy, I need to recommit my life this morning to Jesus. As we've talked about a faithful soldier and where we might stand as a faithful soldier, dads, moms, I want to challenge you this morning. Where are you serving the Lord and how are you representing the Lord in your home? Dad, you may need to take your wife by the hand and come to this altar and pray and recommit your family to the Lord. There may be somebody here this morning that needs to cross an aisle or go to the other side of the church and take somebody by the hand and say, Hey man, I, I'm sorry. I know we kind of had words few years ago or boy I got upset because you taught the Sunday school and I didn't get the class or some little something that the devil used just to distract you boy wouldn't it be sweet this morning if we could just all leave in one accord where we need to be with the Lord in fellowship with him coming to know him as our Lord and Savior recommitting our life to him or maybe just burying some things here at this old-fashioned altar and get up free and clear and clean and walk out of here truly a soldier in God's army. Let's all stand for a word of prayer. As we go into the invitation time, I'm going to ask Brother Sammy to be here at the front to receive you. And as the musicians play and as they Take care of the invitational song.
please do business with Jesus this morning. You don't have to go to heaven, and you don't have to go to hell, but you can't stay here. Won't you come, friend? Honor the Lord, first and most importantly, with your life. Honor your pastor this morning by coming and putting your hand in his hand, saying, Brother Sammy, I need to be saved. Brother Sammy, I recommit my life to the Lord. As the Lord leads this morning, whatever you feel God's impressed upon your heart, I beg you, just come do business with Jesus. Amen. Father, we love you and thank you. May your will be done throughout this invitational time. Father, as you've released the Holy Spirit upon this place, moving up and down the aisles and the rows of this building, pricking the hearts of the men and women and boys and girls, Father, my prayer is that we'll do business with you and that we'll all leave here differently than what we came. In Jesus' name, amen.